This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida. Season two, episode three of the Undercaffeinated Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. This Hello. week, we are going to be discussing our summer professional development from, pre- from presenting at ISTE to working on digital certifications. We were busy recharging and learning new ideas for our community of learners, except for me. Just kidding. Uh, this year, <laughs> I had a little uh couple of things going on and not exactly too sure what my position was going to be. So I took a little break and I dove a little bit deeper into toddler milestones. So ask me anything about a 15, 16 month old and where they should be. And I have got you covered. I can answer those questions, but our (laughs) two other podcasters, Joelle and Aaron uh, attended ISTE. And so we are going to talk to them tonight about ISTE. So, Joelle and Erin, you guys both presented at ISTE 19 this summer, so congratulations on that. Thank Thank you. you. So, Joelle, tell us just a little bit about your presentation. How did it go? How was it doing another session? Um, How was Philly compared to um, our last one that we went to, San Antonio? Tell us everything. Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, ISTE is always such an honor and it's always such an absolutely incredible experience. And, you know, certainly ISTE and Philly did not disappoint. So this year I presented on amplifying student voice for at-risk students and diminishing that digital divide. And it's pretty interesting because when you really think about digital divide, a lot of times people think about specific devices and network access, but it's so much more than that. You know, when you're talking about, you know, building teacher capacity and how you can, you know, just provide DOK three and four opportunities for students, specifically those, you know, that are in lower socioeconomic uh, schools where they just don't have that access out of school. So really just kind of celebrating my community of learners and, taking a look at Flipgrid and green screen and a lot of the ideas we've talked about, you know, in the past season on our show. Um, But, you know, just how we did a Ted talk. And I think what was, well, there were two things that were utterly amazing about presenting one was that my students are not typically deemed successful. You know, you, you look at the, their scores, you look at, you know, kind of their rankings and their national percentiles. They're, they're not deemed a successful um, group. 
But what was so exciting is there there were educators literally from around the world celebrating them and applauding them and all the different ways that they learned and they were able to show their learning um, through using technology that it was just so great that they were able to get this non-traditional avenue of success. So it was just, it was really fantastic and I was just super proud of them. Wow, that sounds awesome. Um, just as a, as a way to kind of use all of those different resources to amplify that student voice Mm -hmm. and, um, make it accessible for everyone. So that's, sounds exciting. I can say it was pretty phenomenal. Like I was there, I watched Joelle's presentation and she was rocking it. And there were so many educators with great questions and she was just knocking it out of the park with different ideas and different ways that she could, she had showcased that other educators could then take back and replicate that, um, those ideas and, and achieve that success with their kids. And that's the best kind of resource, one that you can take into your classroom and use mm-hmm. like right away. I mean, that isn't that what, that was a part of our series last, last uh, season, tech tools to use tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, and then just trying to share ones that are free and easy, you know, uh, yeah. it's just so important because so how many times do you go to a conference you hear a great idea and it's like, well, this is a $119 annual subscription. That's <laughs> <laughs> not very helpful. Yeah, that's so true. And Erin, um, yes. you were also presenting at SC19. So tell us about your presentation. So um, I did a Google leader, all one word, um, presentation. And basically my, my idea was to just, you know, we we so often are like, how great is it to harness the power of Google for student learning? Um, And a lot of times as the leaders on campus, whether that's administration, whether that's a grade level chair, whether that's like a committee chair, you know, whatever, uh, we don't necessarily dive deep into Google and use it for all its potential. So, you know, I had different suggestions on there, like, utilizing YouTube, which Google owns, um, to create, you know, video newsletters for your staff, um, doing hyperdocs for your staff meetings so that all of the information is there and available to your teachers um, beforehand or after so that your staff meet doesn't, doesn't run long, um, doing any sort of um, any sort of any way you can get your newsletter and your staff meetings and cut them short um, is the is to me the best uh, things like Boomerang or even Google now has where you can schedule emails. So like over Christmas break, you're sitting there like trying to relax, sip a cup of coffee or whatever, and you hear ding, 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 because your administrator has to work. How about we just schedule those? So, you know, some of those were just some tips that I shared. That's perfect. So that way you don't have people sitting in a meeting saying, oh, this could have been an email. Exactly. It is an email. Like it's a Google Doc. (laughs) That's perfect. And then you can access it later too when when you need to kind of go back and reference something. Because I know a lot of times in meetings, there are things that are brought up that just my brain cannot take right right that Mm -hmm. second. Right, exactly. Kind of like bookmark it. And really actually bookmark it. (laughs) later it's true so it's perfect awesome well before we end this episode we need to know your biggest takeaways from ISTE 19 so Joelle what would be your number one biggest takeaway 
So I really tried to focus on sessions that were um, geared towards English language learners. And so I went to a number of sessions on how you could build either your own breakout or your own um, escape room without using the breakout EDU kit, which I have, but, you know, with one kit for 30 kids, you know, it definitely is a management workout. Um, So certainly just really ways that you can hack that and planning tools that you can design your own escape room, really, really powerful ways to, you know, just amplify that voice and really just dig deep into the DOK levels on your standards. So you might have to guide us through one of those, because I think that that could be a really big hit and a really popular topic for people. So I agree. I want to learn more. I'm thinking that you just volunteered yourself for talking about episode four. (laughs) Episode four. Well, I want I want to execute it with my community of learners. How about if I execute it and then I share my failures and perhaps a success. That's perfect. And that, that experience is always really helpful as well. Um, I'm willing to give you episode five. That's fine. <laughs> Gosh, the pressure's on. Okay. And Erin, what would be your number one biggest takeaway from ISTE 19? Um, you know, ISTE 19 for me was, <laughs> sounds, um, I got all, I got, I got all geeked out over podcast stuff. Um, to be totally honest, I I attended a couple of sessions with um, Jeff Bradbury. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like after way well after bedtime in my time zone. So Jeff Bradbury, that was just phenomenal. He gave so many like great tips um, that we can use to um, improve on this podcast, and then like classroom podcasts and everything like that then I was able to connect in person with like Chris Nessie from House of Ed Tech and and so many other podcasters at like events and and things like that and I just really tried to soak it all up to um to help us with our our little show um to really make a big impact and just do the best that we can um for ourselves and for our audience well, awesome. And I know I was really excited when you were there and you sent, um, you sent an episode that you were interviewed on. So where were you interviewed? Um, it was actually in the bloggers cafe and it, that was Chris Nessie. Um, and I think it was his house of ed tech podcast. And he, you know, he was interviewing uh, just a bunch of people as he, cause he's from, New Jersey, I think. So he's just over the bridge. And so he comes for one day at DISTE. And he had been interviewing like Casey Bell and Scott Noons, who we have on our show, um, a couple of, of coaches out of Pickerington, Ohio were there. Um, just so many, so many people. And, and I was there kind of just watching on sidelines and being so inclusive and wonderful. He's like, come on, Aaron. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, on. it was hilarious. And I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed listening to the entire thing. So um, it, it was a really good mix of a very professional teacher and really kind of funny. So <laughs> it was the bunny ranch. That's what that was. <laughs> it was hilarious. So <laughs> I definitely appreciated that. 
Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. This kind of wraps up uh, what our summer was like, but I'm sure we have a lot more to share um, just in books that we read um, and digital certifications and everything. Um, But we want to know, we want you to answer, what were your summer PD highlights? What did you do? Or maybe you took the summer off just for some rest and relaxation, which is totally fine because that's kind of what I did. Um, (laughs) But we just want to thank everyone for joining us. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at undercaffeinated. And we cannot wait to hear from you. Thank you.